This is Heavenly Gospels Podcast. Thank you so much for tuning in. Today we have Elder Valerie Hines preaching from the subject title, Spilling the Tea. We hope you enjoy. Come on, let's give them some love. Hallelujah. To God be the glory. Amen, amen. It is my distinct pleasure. Amen. I am excited, amen, on this morning. Amen. Not because it's my time on my turn is because the word that God has put in my belly, amen, to give on this morning. And so this year the vision has already been set by Pastor Chelsea, amen, and we are excited about 2022. Oh, yeah. Yes, God is great and greatly to be praised. And it is my desire this morning that as God anoints me, I decrease and he increase in Jesus' name. And the word has been covered through prayer and we say amen. But today I dispel any negative experience or unknown experience concerning fasting. And the truth will be heard and we would do it. Come on, say do it. We get this tea this morning in living truth. And this morning, guess what? Thank you for asking. For asking. I come with the tea. This is good, too. Thank you, Aunt Ada. <laughs> you know how to make that tea. That tea is good. Now, you see, I done had some time in the pandemic to watch YouTube. And some of the channels, they always start off by, I'm going to give you the tea. So this morning, I'm going to give us the tea by the way of the Holy Spirit. Now, our tea ain't like their tea. Our tea is a little different. Our tea is truth equal all. Say with me, truth equal all. That's our tea. And the truth we're going to talk about today is the truth of fasting. And so many of us have experienced fasting in different ways, but we are going to visit the biblical principles of fasting. We're going to make ready to prepare not only our bodies, but our hearts and our minds to be conditioned to fast. Amen? Now, I want to interject this right here. You don't have to wait until a corporate mandate to fast. Amen? But when you feel a need for yourself to fast, then you do so. But let me also uh, encourage you that if you have not fasted before or it's been a while since you fasted, as soon as tomorrow, start preparing your body. How do you do that? Thank you for asking, Elder Hines. If you are kind of a caffeine connoisseur, 
with caffeine, with coffee and tea, start minimizing, decreasing your tea, decreasing your coffee. Why is that significant? Because if you just jump into a fast without preparing yourself, you will feel uh, excru excruciating headaches. They're called withdrawals. So we're going to, we, we, that's the tea. Come on, man. Come on. That's the tea. This, this is the truth about fasting. Fasting. Now, 2 Timothy 2 and 15, and I hope you came prepared. And from this point on this year, I would encourage you to bring something to journal right on, right in, or your, or your pad or what have you, pen. And, and, hey, I would encourage you, if you would like, bring your Bible with you besides your phone. Amen? If that's necessary for you, but I'm going to read if if uh, this morning Second Timothy uh, two and fifteen, and this is the NIV version. It says, "Do your best to present yourself to God as one approved. A worker does not need to be ashamed, who cor correctly handles the word of truth." This morning, I am on assignment with this T, truth equal all. To stir us up and encourage us and give God's word to every hearer to do what we hear. Say, do what we hear. Living the truth is living God's word. I'm going to say it again. Living the truth is living God's word. Amen? Living this tea is presenting ourselves to God. Living this tea, according to uh, 2 Timothy 2 and 15 on this morning, I, um, I, I, I commend, uh, we, we are com uh, committing ourselves to God. What are we committing? We're committing ourselves to be a worker that will stand on the truth. Say, stand on the truth. Now, we, we, we just said it. The truth is the tea. Truth equals all, amen? Because I got the tea. I got everything going on. But the scripture says also that we need to humble ourselves in order to stand. And this morning, I humble myself even the more to stand to teach or preach the word about fasting because it is not a commandment of God, but he encourages us to fast. It is not one of God's commands. He commands us to pray. He says, pray without ceasing. In all things, pray. Amen? But one thing about fasting, he doesn't command us, but he rely on us to do it. Amen. Say, do it. And we do this approved by God, unapologetic, that I want God the Father, I want God the Son, I want God the Holy Spirit over my life, and he can do what he will. My brothers and sisters, this morning, the T, truth equals.
equal all. As we prepare ourselves for fasting this year, we will have a better understanding concerning fasting. I'm going to say it again. As we prepare ourselves, which she told us last Sunday, that we're going to focus a lot on discipline. Say discipline. You have, we have to discipline ourselves. Not only discipline our ears, but discipline our bodies. Amen? And understand that uh, truth, all, truth equal all, the T about fasting. Fasting should be a regular part of the Christian life. It is, once again, it's not commanded by the scripture like prayer. Once again, he commands us to pray and not faint. And again, he commands us to pray without ceasing. Amen? And he commands us to pray clearly expect when we do that clearly Say clearly, expect a fast response from God. When you add fasting with prayer. Now, praying is common to the believers, but if you are stuck in a rut, and if you find yourself not progressing forward are growing in the Lord, amen, you're losing hope to keep in the faith. faith, faith, the struggle becomes real when you don't do more than, than, than what you normally do, when you don't add to it. So as followers, to fast regularly, say regularly. Matthew 6 and 16 says, when Jesus taught about fasting and his sermon on the mount, he didn't say, if you fast, but he said, when you fast. We find that again, if you're taking notes. Matthew 6 and 16, when Jesus taught about fasting in his sermon on the mount, he didn't say, if you fast, but he said, when you fast. Matthew 9 and 15, Jesus doesn't say to his followers, might you fast? <laughs> but he says, fast, he knows that we will. Fasting is something that he expects us to do we, when, when we are in relationship with him. Expecting to go deeper in our intimacy, say intimacy, with him. In other words, that's relational. That's relation. God wants a relationship with us. He does not want to be our sugar daddy. Come on, somebody. Or your sugar mama, what, okay. He don't want just, just, to, just to give you whatever you want. He wants to give you what you need. He wants relationship with us. And it goes along with prayer. Fasting allows us to be in a, a, a place of intimacy. Amen. To go deeper in intimacy with him. Now, 
there, there are several ways to fast. Fast. There's an um, a intimate fast. Those of you all that have experienced keto, I'm giving you the tea. Come on now. Come on. You got the tea. Come on, say tea. There's an intimate fast. That's not necessarily a spiritual fast. Amen? And the keto fast, it, 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 um, it encouraged a, uh, in, an intermediate fasting where you fast about time. Time. You got so many times of not eating but drinking and just a small window of eating so your body can uh, be tricked to burn up the fat. And that's the source of, uh, uh, of, of losing weight, amen? But when the spiritual fast comes, and when you select the way you choose to fast, now, let's revisit something that, that this house have experienced about fasting. Pastor Corey have uh, introduced us to different ways and forms of fasting other than food, amen? Amen. He introduced us from fasting from our pleasures. Social media, our music, our choice of music other than uh, worship and gospel music. Now, I, I'm just not going to act like I don't know because I missed the concert last night with my uncle. Uncle Charlie, y'all didn't know he was here. I ain't shamed, that's my uncle. I missed that last night because I knew I had to preach today. So I chose not to go last night. Now, if you come back, I ain't going to make no promises. That's real. Now, yeah, don't, don't, don't judge. Now, okay, now, because you go to this concert, you're going to hear about Jesus. Now, that's all I'm going to say about that. Did you go? No, I won't say anything. <laughs> but here it is. Here it is. Here it is about fasting. Fasting is not a diet plan. The spiritual fasting is not a diet plan. And I want to prepare you about your body in fasting spiritually because the enemy will want you to fail. He doesn't want you to stay on the course of fasting. So what will happen is uh, uh, as you begin to deny your flesh of food. Now, I love the way Miles, Dr. Miles Moreau teaches about fasting, and he gives the different uh, mechanics of the body of how the body process the lack of food in the spiritual sense. And one thing that he shares, if you ever uh, follow his teaching on fasting, Dr. Miles Monroe, he tells us that once you begin to uh, eliminate the food, uh, your body begins to uh, convert where it starts uh, fu uh, functioning and, 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 and eating up the bad stuff, the stuff that was hard to process. So you, you gases begin to uh, build up and what have you. That's why they, they encourage us to drink liquid water, especially water. Not to dehydrate yourself, amen? Amen. To drink water, to drink water. And if you do the Daniel fast, it does allow certain uh, drinks that you can drink. And you can Google that and we'll give more information as we move forward with the fast. But he tells us one thing 
I thought was phenomenal about a spiritual fast. With us fasting for food, he says the hunger pains will come. He said, but when you drink the water, it will help subside, subside the hunger pains. Or you go read your word or go do something spiritual. Say spiritual. Whether you pray, read your Bible, don't just read your Bible, but when you read it, then meditate. Say, read and meditate. And how do we do that? Thank you for asking. Whatever you select to read, I encourage you to write it down. What scripture? Use your phone, Google things that you are uh, uh, believing um, and I would say this, when you begin to fast also, the spirit will begin to reveal you to yourself. Okay? The things that you struggle with, the things that, 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 that is an enemy against God, God's will for your life, it will become like right, it right there in your face. Google that and get scriptures concerning that and Read it and meditate. Read it and meditate. So why do you say meditate? When you meditate, you get it in your knowing. The promises God has for you about that situation so you can be free from it. That's the way you get free from it. Because his word is sharper than any two-edged sword. It will cut that stuff up. But you got to read it and meditate. And the Pastor Jalen said this morning, read the word and then say the word. Regurgitate it. Say it, say it to yourself. Say it in the mirror. Speak over it, decree it, declare it on your over your life. Amen. Okay, once again, the spiritual fasting is not a what? Diet plan. But it's what? corrects our view of things and corrects our vision to the things of God that would help us live a balanced life in the Lord from a good thing versus a God thing because I don't know about you all but one thing I realized during the pandemic, I was doing a lot of good things, but not necessarily all God things. So when he starts slowing the world down, I couldn't go where I wanted to go. I couldn't be around everybody I wanted to be around. Those were good things, not necessarily a God thing, because it was entertaining. And and I found myself not watching so much uh, television. I can't tell you the last time I watched the news. Because Trump is off and it's not entertaining no more. Y'all know y'all watch the news for 
President Trump. Y'all know y'all watch to see what was going to be next. <laughs> he was very entertaining. And so I can't tell you the last time I watched the news. Okay? Then, now, I used to be a connoisseur of the real, the what, real housewives. I used to be. God delivered me the other year. <laughs> do one of them fastest. <laughs> and so I don't do that. I don't you I don't look at the shows. Even, okay, another one. Wendy Williams. Oh my God. I would live for hot topics. I would live for it. But I got delivered. Because it's one thing when you can tell the truth about others and you can't tell the truth about yourself. I'm done. I can't do you. I got delivered. So here it is. You, your, your, your appetite would change. And, and the, the, the beautiful thing that I want to encourage us when fasting is to make a change. Don't fast as though you don't want to commune with God. That you don't want to spend time with God. Well, I spend time with God. Well, spend some more time with him. Because if you're still going through the same thing over and over and over again, again, that's not God's will for us. He wants us to, to be able to not only uh, enjoy life, but he wants us to grow. Amen? Fasting is not for God, like I said, but it's for us. And fasting has benefits, say benefits. Now, I got some more tea. Mm, this tea is so good. Are y'all enjoying the tea? You can't taste it, but you sure can hear it. Y'all can hear this tea. This tea is good. Believe me. Fasting is the act of, say, intentional. Fasting is us abstaining from food, our regular enjoyable entertainment, to focus on a period of spiritual growth or deepening our relationship with God. Can I give you a tea? Fasting is not easy. Oh, come on now. I'm going to say it again. And if somebody else can have a hot moment with me, let the church say amen. Fasting is not easy. You might feel sick sometimes. You might mess up sometimes. You might eat, you might forget and eat sometimes, and we'll feel like giving up sometimes. But I know this, truth equal all. According to 2 Corinthians 12 and 9, let me tell you what God would do for us while we fast, while we humble ourselves and we put the flesh under subjection by fasting. Second Corinthians 12 and 9 said, the Lord said, 
His grace is sufficient for us. And his power helps us have power and is made perfect, say perfect, in our weaknesses. That's some tea this morning. As we prepare to fast, the next point I would want us to, to remember, and if you're taking notes, fasting will stretch us to enrich our dependence on Jesus. And we are serious, say serious, about him correcting our vision. That's one thing the Spirit of the Lord brought to my attention is that we have not seen all of what God is going to do for us and what God wants to do in your life this year. Do we receive that? That's something the Spirit put deeply on my heart to share with the body this morning that we have not seen the fulfillment yet of what God wants to do for us as a church and individually. I came, to, I came today prepared to share this tea. The truth of it is, truth equals all. Fasting is rewarded by God. Say rewarded by God. There is a reward when you fast. Now, I don't know about you, I hadn't heard that a lot growing up. I've heard about how to prepare. You get up in the morning and you wash your face, you brush your teeth, you anoint your head with oil, you put a little oil on your tongue so, he would, so your tongue will be tamed. You won't tell everybody that you're fasting. You take the sleep out your eyes so they won't say what's wrong with you. So you can say, girl, I'm fasting. <laughs> you, won't, you won't even look like you're fasting. Okay? 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 And then, and then, then my daddy would tell us, now, bad, you can't have no, no, no post with bananas in the morning. <laughs> and then declare a fast after you eat. That's not how we used to, that's not, what, that's not what we would talk. You get up and you anoint yourself, and then you pray over your day. You spend time God, with God before your day gets started. And then we fast. Now, one thing he would do for the children, he wouldn't expect us to go all day. He said, so fast until your school lunchtime. Because back then, everybody fasted. Even the children along with the parents. Everybody. Everybody. Everybody fast. Okay? Now, you know, Jehoshaphat, he fasted the kingdom. Every animal even fasted. But thank God, we, they ain't got to fast like that now. <laughs> but the children even fast. And so, I encourage you, amen, Amen. To get started. Get started and, and, and get your focus on 
fasting. Amen. So here we are. We up to, if you want to uh, um, walk with me, because I'm just going to share. I'm going to just go through it in, in, in teaching this. It's not going to be, everything not going to be on the screen, but you can go back in your leisure and study it in your own time, because I want us to hear the rewards of, of fasting. When it's all said and done, we will be rewarded when we do it from a heart of humility. When we do this, when we do it the spiritual way, God's way, when we do it knowing that we're not doing it for God to obey us, to mind us, to give us, but we're, we're denouncing our flesh and we're crying out, we're crying out to a living God. We're in need of, of what God has for us. We're in need of a Savior. We want to go deeper. We want to grow in the Lord. We don't want to start this year off the way that last year, year went for us. We want to have a better uh, hope in God this year. I don't know about you, but I'm tired of being up and down. I'm tired of being in and out. I'm tired. Now, somebody say, well, Elder Hines, you're probably going through the change, maybe, but I'm just saying. I'm at the age, so I ain't going to deny it. But even that, God can keep me. Y'all better pray that I fast so my husband will last. Come on, somebody. <laughs> ah, ah, y'all know I got personality. So here it is, Isaiah 58. 1 through 14. And our, our focus scripture that we're going to end with is the 14th verse. But while we're on our way there, he opens up by saying, and if you don't mind me using my, my Bible on my phone, I appreciate it. He tells us to shout. And the, the King James Version says this says, cry out with a loud voice, shout, blast, come on, shout out, don't be timid, don't be timid, don't be scared to do this, don't be scared, scared to, even, even as we go through, through, I know some of us have praised God from within. Now it's not time to praise him from within, it's time to praise him out. Open up your mouth and start giving God glory. Thanking him for what he's already done. Thank him even for the things that he's going to do. But focus on what he's already done. He's kept you. He's not only saved you, but he's kept you. He's kept you from seeing danger seen and unseen. Some of us, God has really blessed our our families during this uh, pandemic. Uh, a few years ago, what did we do? We created a t-shirt that says, favor in the famine, amen? Amen, so much good has come out uh, for us and, for, and to us. Some of y'all are making more money than you may work in eight to five. Now, I know you don't want to sell it, but I hope you're tithing, but if not, that's between you and God. But I'm just saying. 
You're not going in lack because provision and resources have been, been provided for you. Mm-hmm. That if it was not a pandemic, you wouldn't be getting that check. Oh, y'all ain't saying nothing. But I did say that, didn't I? To God be the glory. All right now, you better act like you know. But here it is in the third, third verse. He talks about, we have fasted before you. Now, there are, there are two, there, there are two scenarios here as, as Isaiah is, is talking. He's talking about the proud faster, the one that wants to make it a competitive thing. Fasting is not competing. You don't find out who fasts the longest. You don't take a poll. Well, how you fasting? Are you doing a Daniel fast or are you doing a water fast? Well, like Tabitha Brown, it's none of your business. Here I go on YouTube, you know. It's none of your business, okay? It's, it's not how long you fast. It may, it may be, you may want to start off with a 10-day Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, and Daniel. They did a 10-day fast first. Because they were wrongfully imprisoned because the king was wanting his dream to be interpreted. But what, he, what, 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 what happened was all of his musicians and soothsayers and what have you, they could not tell the king his dream. So he got angry about it because they should have had the power to tell him what the dream was. So he said, I'm going to lock all y'all up. Go get every prophet. Go get every musician. Go get every soothsayer. Go get all of them and put them to death. Well, they went knocking on Shadrach, Meshach, and Daniel's door. And Daniel asked them, why y'all going to come and get us? What did we do? And he said what uh, Nebuchadnezzar had said. Said he said, uh, the king said that his dream has not been in, in, in interpreted, and can't nobody tell him his dream. But let me go back, back, back. One of the musicians told the king. He said, none of us and uh, astrologists, okay, them two, the one that see the stars. Y'all know what I'm talking about? Okay, them two. They all they all finna, finna die. All of them was finna die. Here, that's one of them. And so, Daniel said, why are you coming to get us? What do we do? And so, he told him what I just told y'all. That's, that's the tea. I just told y'all the tea, right? And so, here it is. Daniel said, tell the king I will tell him his dream. So, what he told Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, and I love to say this, that bad Negro. <laughs> uh-huh. He said, we're going to go on a 10-day fast. So that's where 10 days come from. And so they went to the, they, they went, they was already in the palace, so they went to the chief uh, person over the kitchen, and they asked if he would fix them a certain type of menu. And the, the head chef said, I can't do that because if I do it for you, I will lose my life. 
So he said, well, if you would employ of us to us, allow us to, to, to eat different, he asked for permission. Say, ask for, for permission. And what he asked was, can we eat vegetables and drink water? Can we do that? And he agreed to allow them to do that secretly. But let me tell you what God did openly. Not only did God give Daniel the actual dream of the king, he gave him the interpretation. Not only did he take them through that 10-day fast, but his glory was exhibited because they were physically stronger than any men of the city. And the Bible says four times stronger. So if you fast, guess what's going to happen when you end your fast? You're going to be rewarded with strength like no other. You're going to be rewarded with strength over the enemy. You're struggling now. Fast. So you are last. Put fasting with your prayer life. We used to say, if you pray, you'll stay. If you fast, you'll last. But here it is, just for 10 days. Now, you may not be there yet. Whether it's one day or three days, whether it's food, social media, telephone, TV, going out uh, socially, being entertained, what, however you choose to, to, to uh, honor your fast, do it. So you can have the reward. Say reward. And here it is. He said, I will tell you why. Because fasting pleases God. And it would handle you when you are oppressed. Fasting will help you through your depression. Fasting will help you be healed of your brokenness. Fasting is such a rewarder of things that you could not do for yourself. Why? Because you humble yourself before God by denying the flesh. It will make us stronger. Say, make us stronger. And here it is. He says, humble yourself. And when we humble ourselves, he also says, through the motion of fasting, there is a part of repentance. Say repentance. Now, the Bible says for us to confess our faults one with another. And it talks about confession of sin. But when I began to study this concerning Isaiah, he was mainly encouraging uh, encourage them to confess the things that they want God to not only deliver them, but bring them to another word. If they struggle and they had a problem with faith, they began to confess scriptures and sayings that would build their faith. If they struggle with forgiveness, they would speak the word and the promises of God concerning forgiving. So whatever you struggle with, 
also in this in this book of 58 Psalms, I mean Isaiah, it also tells you that when we fast, he will break every band. Say band. That means whatever you stuck in, you stuck in a rut, you stuck in depression, you stuck in, un in, in unforgiveness, you're stuck in walking in love, you're stuck with being uh, overwhelmed. Sometimes we just we overwhelmed. You're stuck there. In this chapter, it talks about when you fast, it will be broken from us. When we do the spiritual fasting, that's the T. Come on, say that's the T. Come on, come on, come on, come on, come on. And then he also tells us to be careful about being around negative people. Say negative people. You got to not only not isolate yourself, but be stay in a place where you're not contaminating your hearing. And it's not only through people, some of us contaminate ourselves even by what we listen to, our conversation. Or even what we're watching. Don't contaminate your time with God. Take it very serious. Come on, say that's the T. And he tells us that our godliness, godliness, would lead us forward. Come on. Y'all, we're going to go forward. We're going to go forward. And the glory of the Lord will protect us. That's what fasting would do. And it says, he would just remove all of the yoke of oppression. I've said that. I love it. I love it. I love it. Yeah, I'm going through it. I'm going through this word. I'm looking at it. And I'm looking at it. And whatever you tell me to say, I'm going to say it. And he said, he would continually guide us. God will not leave us nor forsake. And that's one thing about fasting. The enemy would talk just like the spirit would talk. But who you going to listen to? So don't think that you're beyond the devil talking to you. Because baby, he want to change your mind. The devil wants you to give up fasting. Not just now, I believe all of us that are mature enough will pass walking away from God at some point in time in your spiritual walk. Amen. Amen. Now, back in the day, I got saved every Sunday. I grew out of that. Okay. I repeated every Sunday, but I grew up out of that. Okay? So you got to grow up out of that. <laughs> you got to grow up. That's the T. But he will restore our, restore our strength. And I like this way he says, and he will make us a well-guarded, well-watered garden. He will make something good out of us. He will make something good out of us. 
when we fast. Say fast. And then it also tells us that he will rebuild us. And he will restore us. And I'm almost to the 14th verse. And one thing he wants to do, he wants to happen on our fast. Not only does he want us to talk to him, but he wants to talk to us. That's the key. Don't you do all the talking. You talk to him, but let him talk to you. And the 14th verse says, the Lord will be your delight. Say my delight. I will give you honor. Y'all, this is the Lord. And satisfy you with the inheritance. Even if you don't do it altogether right. But it comes from a right heart. It comes from a good posture. God knows the intent of our heart. He knows that we, we, we're trying our best to do this thing. But the more we fast, we'll last. Couple that with prayer. You pray, you're going to stay. But when you fast, you're going to last. So if you're not lasting, then you're not fasting. If you're not lasting, guess what? You ain't fasting. And once again, this is 2022. We ain't dragging you. We're not dragging you. We're encouraging you to do it God's way. To correct our vision. To renew us, to restore us, to rebuild us, to represent or represent Jesus. That's what fasting would do. It would, once we begin to give up the food, the spiritual fast, or what have you, our minds begin to do a cleansing, as Miles, Dr. Miles Monroe tells us. Your mind becomes clearer. It's almost like it vacuums and sucks sucks out the gook, the gook, the gook, the gook, the, the bad stuff. What clouds your, your thinking, your double-mindedness becomes one mind. What does the word tell us? A double-minded man is unstable in all their ways. So if you're not stable, that means you're double-minded. But fasting would help you to be one with the Father. One with him. So it filters out the gook. Fasting does. Amen? And he says, I will give you great honor. This is what the Lord is saying about us. He will honor us and satisfy us with the inheritance of the promises. Come on, say promises. 
and we're standing on our feet. In the conclusion of the tea this morning, it's so good. Have y'all enjoyed the tea? Truth equal all. Truth is God's word. God's word is truth. And we begin to hide it in our heart that we would not sin against him. We ain't judging you. I'll just tell you point blank, I ain't thinking about you. I love you, but I don't I don't do that because I don't have no room to judge you. I pray for you, but I'm not gonna judge you. But he don't want us to sin against him. And we're sinning against him because it's showing I said last year that I was a foodie. And I lost 15 pounds. Thank y'all. But my hot moment is I found them. <laughs> ah, that's the hot moment. I lost 15, but I found them. But this year, to God be the glory, I want to be well and whole again. I hadn't had experience with the diagnosis of Lauren Roy for years. But she tried it. But God. to be more humble. I don't want to be a spiritual gangster. But I want the glory of God to be so mighty in my life that I grow in grace. Thank you, Father. I don't know what your confession is. This is mine. Because I want to be healed. Fasting will heal us. Fasting will restore us. When we put it with prayer and meditation and being in God's word and having the right vision, having the right heart. You know, we would dare not be a church of entertaining you. We want lives to be impacted and changed for the kingdom. We want when people see you, they see Christ. In him I live. And in him I have my being. Discipline our lives through prayer and fasting by Christ. And we do that by fasting and And when we pray, we stay. And when we fast, we last. Oh, 
heads are bowed. Father God, I thank you for the obedience, God, of the spoken word in this house, God. I thank you, God, for the hearers and the doers, God, that we are empowered by what you've given us, God, today as food to eat at your table. Father God, as we begin to move forward, God, and, and, and as we move forward, God, in obedience to, to, the, to the spirit, first of all, but God, but to the following of this house, God, when the fasting is declared, Father God, that we would do it on one accord, Father God, and we begin, God, to condition our bodies and our minds and our spirit to say yes to this mandate, God, I will seek amen. Oh, whoo, glory to God. You didn't command us to fast, but God, you're expecting us to. You want us to. And some of us want to. Ah, Jesus. We want to be in, so in love with you that nothing else matters. Not our wants, not our will, that nothing else matters. Not our jobs, not our degrees, that nothing else matters. Not our spouses, not our children, nothing else matters. Greater than you. Because oh. we put this and that in your hands. We put it all in your hands. And God, we begin to submit even now to what you will in this house. And God, out of all of this that we do, we begin to thank you for the reward. We begin to thank you, God, in advance, God, that the secret things would come, become open rewards. As we seek you, seek you secretly, it will bring an open reward. And we thank you for it. And we say it is done in Jesus' name. Come on and clap your hands and let's give God a praise. Thank you for listening to our Heavenly Gospel Podcast. We hope something was said for you to return back and listen again. If you would love to partner with our ministry, you can through via Cash App at dollar sign Heavenly Gospel or go to our website at hglovespeople.com. We love you and have a great day.